Our Benefit Focus Associates are our greatest asset, and it's your hard work and innovation that drives the success of our company, which is exactly why we call you our True North. This podcast series, True North Shortcuts, is made for you to learn more about your customer number one benefits, our culture, and ways that you can thrive in your personal and professional life. Let's go on this journey together. Hello, customer number one, and welcome to your True North Shortcuts podcast. I'm Misty, the Director of Benefits and Wellness, as you guys know, and I have with me uh, my trusty sidekick here in Benefit Focus Cares, Tirza Walrath. So thank you, Tirza, for joining me today. Happy to be your trusty sidekick. And we are offering this virtual volunteer fair, as we know, kind of approaching the holiday seasons, it's natural for us to think about ways that we can give back. And in this new world, kind of a global pandemic and everything that we're facing, the ways that maybe you would typically get involved uh, might be a little different this year. So we have wanted to connect you with some of our favorite partners in the community. And I'm excited to say that we have Captain Michaels here with us today from the Salvation Army. So thank you, Captain Michaels, for being able to speak with us today. Well, thank you for inviting me to come and talk. We'll go ahead and get kicked off um, with asking you a couple of questions. I know the Salvation Army is just an amazing organization, and I was exploring your site, and just as soon as I clicked on it, the title popped up of the need has always been there. This year, it just happens to be even greater. And I think that that really spoke to me, and I know Salvation Army exists to really meet human need whenever, wherever, and however they can. Uh, And it's important to us at Benefit Focus, our mission for our organization is to improve lives with benefits. And so I wanted to ask if maybe you could share some examples, and you probably have a plethora of them, but share some examples of how your organization, the Salvation Army, is helping to improve people's lives. Well, the Salvation Army has a, a long and illustrious history of work in the community and around the world. Uh, whenever the, our founder, William Booth, back in 1865, was doing street ministry, and he realized that a lot of the people he were he was talking to were hungry or dirty or didn't have good living situations, and he turned around and tasked some of his folks, okay, we need to, we need to help these folks. And that really began the Salvation Army's social services ministry. Uh, He also was heavily into uh, social justice. Uh, He was uh, in the vanguard to help raise the age of consent for young ladies in London, England, back in the late 1900s from 12 to 16. Uh, And that's a very interesting story we won't share right now. now. But that work has continued around the world, and it it looks different everywhere you go in the world. Anything from buying beehives to help a family become more stable in like the Congo to um, stuff that's a little more that we see a little more often around here, like uh, emergency disaster relief, where when people are flooded out of their homes because of a hurricane or a flood or their home is destroyed in a tornado, the Salvation Army is right there with the first responders serving, serving the victims, helping them get their lives put back together. Um, But what we are looking at right now in Charleston uh, is we're actually reaching out to the homeless population, which is a bit underserved at the moment because of the pandemic. And we're also uh, increasing our work for families that are in need of social um, emergency social services, folks who um, whose rent has come due and they're they're laid off because of COVID or who are struggling between am I going to be able to. Uh, pay the electric bill or buy groceries. Which which of those do I pick this month? So we are doing that kind of work. And then, of course, Christmas is 
a special time for us because we like to not only help folks with those particular needs they might have, but also to help them with uh, Christmas shopping for their kids. Because if you're already making a decision between electricity and food, toys are right out the window or clothes for Christmas are right out the window. So Mm -hmm. uh, just because of COVID, we normally do around 2,000 children, around 800 families at Christmas time. This year, we were we were expecting as much as a 25% increase. So we were sort of prepared for about 2,500 children. We're almost to 3,000 children at this point. So like you said, the need's always been there this year. It's even greater. So our thrust across the country is, is we're asking people to help us rescue Christmas. And it's not just Christmas. That's, you know, that's our, our main message. But if you mm-hmm. look right be- below that, it, it'll tell you, for those facing poverty, hunger, and job loss. Because we do know the reality is, is folks are struggling right now. And we're seeing that in our numbers. And then the flip side is, is Christmas is our number one fundraiser. It's it's how we, we raise funds for all the Christmas work we do, as well as work throughout the year. And that's going to look different this year. Our typical iconic kettle campaign it's still going to be there. We're still going to be ringing bells, but not as in as many locations. And we're expecting foot traffic at the locations we do ring at are going to, is going to be lighter than we're used to. And this is the fundraising we do to basically make sure we have work, we have money to take care of people all year long. So that's what we're facing. But we're still doing emergency rent, emergency electricity, emergency gas. Uh, we're still doing furniture for burnouts. We're still doing clothing for folks that are just struggling, not even to be able to make it to the thrift store. They can come to our thrift store. They can come to our social services office and get a um, voucher to go to our thrift store and pick out clothes for their kids um, and for their families, all of them. So we're still doing impacting right now in the community. We also, uh, even though it's been impacted by COVID, are helping with youth programs. We have a we had a day camp during the summer where we usually see upwards of 50 kids. We only could run about 20 kids this summer because of COVID, mm-hmm. but we still ran that. Uh, and then we have an after-school program that's 20 to 30 kids. Usually right now we're only two or three, but we're still maintaining that stand that we want to help those in the community. We're going to see it grow, I think, as schools reopen. Uh, but we're there for folks. We're trying to, across the board, help folks improve their lives. And we're getting ready to start a new program uh, probably next next year called Pathway of Hope, where we not only help with emergency services, but we try to help bring a family closer to self-sufficiency by helping them realize the obstacles that are keeping them to from reaching the goals they want to reach and helping them build plans to get past that and helping them uh, through those plans to get to a point that they can be self-sufficient. That's amazing. Okay. Well, you will definitely have to keep us posted on that one, please, because... Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And I didn't realize all of the areas that you guys are involved, it's really amazing, you know, helping out with the homeless population and reaching out to families individually and and just really the, the help that you provide is is great. You did you did bring up Operation Christmas and saving it and I'm excited to say that we're going to be helping with that this year and we're really excited about that. We're planning on doing the virtual um, angel tree and I just wanted to see in addition to that um, what are some other opportunities? You mentioned a couple but some easy ways that our associates could get involved. Well this year we are doing more virtually than we've ever done before. We actually had when we were doing signups for Angel Tree, we had both face-to-face and virtual signups, which was a challenge, but it was also interesting to see that happen and to see 
how that grew, uh, and it was very successful. We were saying, well, we're absolutely not going to do virtual adoptions because, you know, the technology is still new and we don't want to frustrate our folks. But that was actually something that a lot of our donors asked for. And so we turned it on and people are already successfully adopting uh, children virtually. Uh, and that's amazing. Um, also in the virtual realm, folks that don't necessarily want to adopt a child, but would like to, it, like folks that would go to Walmart and buy two or three toys and then put it in the bin out front for us to then distribute to kids that don't get adopted. Walmart has very graciously set up something called Registry for Good that the Charleston, South Carolina area has a registry, like a baby registry or wedding registry uh, on Walmart that you can go to and you can just shop for some kids without shopping for a particular kid. So you can say, you know, I've got uh, a niece or a grandson or a child that's this age. I'd like to buy some toys they would like for the Salvation Army then to distribute kids that don't get adopted. So you can buy, you know, uh, a Lego or five Legos or a couple pairs of, of pants or whatever. So those are all things that are available virtually. And then last, for those people who love Red Kettle, but don't think they're going to, they're doing their, their food with uh, Grub, Grubhub or Uber Eats and they're they're having their, their groceries delivered to them and they're not sure they're going to make it to a kettle. We actually have an opportunity where folks can set up a virtual Red Kettle and they can share that information with their friends on Facebook. Or uh, if you have a blog, you can mention it in the blog or you can put it on Instagram, whatever you want. And basically call your people, the, your friends, to help you raise money for the Salvation Army. And you can actually see, you can set a goal. I'm, I'm going to try and raise $50. I'm going to try to raise you know, $500 or whatever your goal is. You can set that goal and you can watch as people donate and bring it up to the goal. It's sort of like a GoFundMe, but instead of GoFundMe, it's, hey, let's help the Salvation Army with a virtual kettle since we know that the regular kettles are going to, to not be as big a deal this year. So those are all virtual opportunities. On top of that, we still have angel trees up at, uh, they should be at all the Walmarts in our area. If you want to just go and adopt a kid off a tree rather than mess with a computer, uh, that's still available. We'll have uh, toy bins all across the community. If you see one and want to leave a toy there, that's fine. Uh, and we still have opportunities for folks to uh, volunteer to ring for us or to volunteer with packing the bags for Angel Tree or distributing the, the bags for Angel Tree. We even have a very soon opportunity. Uh, we just were blessed with the ability to do a bunch of food boxes for Thanksgiving. So we're going to be packing Thanksgiving boxes and distributing them uh, this weekend, uh, this weekend going into Monday. So those are all opportunities that are available. You have our link for our website. That'll tell you some of that information. Our Facebook page for Salvation Army South Carolina tells you more. And if you have any questions, you can call into our office and we can certainly hook you up with any of those things you're interested in. Okay, great. Yeah, and we'll, we'll definitely include that information too so people have that available to them. I can't believe how many opportunities you have available for people. It's really amazing. Um, and you guys have done a really great job with making it easy accessible and adapting to the virtual um, environment too. So that's really great. And, and Tirza, I just, I forgot, I forgot why I just wanted to mention very quickly. Uh, if you go to Walmart, if you're a Walmart shopper, either online or in the store, most of the Walmarts, if not all of them will have the ability when you go through the cash register line, if it's a manned cash register line, they'll give you the ability to round up or make a donation. If you shop online with Walmart, you can also round up or make a donation that way. So our partners across the board have tried to help us be creative to make sure that 
our fundraising doesn't falter because we can't put out as many kettles or because the foot traffic may not be as strong. So thank you very much for getting helping us get that word out. Yes. Wow. Thank you for mentioning that too. So this is probably going to be tough because we just talked about a lot of really awesome stuff here. But if I had to ask you, what is one thing about your organization that excites you the most? What would that be? Well, I uh, grew up in the Salvation Army. My, my parents were Salvation Army officers. When I finished college, I went to work for the Salvation Army, was an employee uh, doing IT, doing computers. And then late in life, my midlife crisis was to be called into this full-time ministry we call Salvation Army Officership. And I was blown away that as much as I knew about the Salvation Army, I still had a lot left to learn, and I'm still learning. Uh, I think what excites me the most about the Salvation Army, this is going to sound counterintuitive, but the Salvation Army produces nothing tangible. We don't make a product. We don't sell a service per se. What we do instead is we help produce hope in a community that may not have as much hope as they would like. So all, all we're really here for is to help people in our community help other people in our community. So we become a conduit, uh, a contact, a way for folks to say, I don't even begin to understand how I can make an impact in my community, and I don't feel like I have the resources to make a big mark. But I know an organization like the Salvation Army knows who needs help, and they're helping those people. And my contribution, be it $5 or $100 or $1,000, will go into this bigger pool to help a lot of people. In the Salvation Army, we have a phrase that says, doing the most good. We're doing the most good, which sounds incredibly arrogant, but it actually comes from a quote from one of our old past national commanders who said, our pledge is to do the most good with the most resources that are put in our hands to the most people we can reach. And that is what really excites me about the Salvation Army is that we are striving to help as many people as we can without regard of their their gender, their race, their their religious affiliation, their age. We we just want to help people because that's what we do. We help people. So that's what I'm really, really passionate about is helping folks. And we love when we have folks who come along and partner with us and make that successful. I think that's an amazing testament, Captain Michael, too, of just knowing, I love how you framed that of, you know, your product, if you will, is creating hope and building connections within the community, which yes. I think one of the things that excited me to hear you mention was you know, about even the virtual red kettle. Like I know that we're doing the virtual angel tree, but knowing too that you guys truly are adapting to this new world that we're in is just a great role model and a goal for all of us. As we mentioned that the Salvation Army is existing to meet human need, you know, wherever, whenever, however they can. And knowing that their ultimate goal is to foster hope and build connections and that you are exploring this virtual world and allowing people to opt in is amazing. So I want to thank you so much for joining us today and sharing these amazing stories and these opportunities. And so I want to thank you guys as customer number one for joining us today on this journey to a place where our mission to improve lives with benefits really starts with you, our benefit-focused associates. So until next time, we encourage everyone to stay healthy and stay connected and to always remember that together we can make a difference. So thank you, Captain Mike um, Michaels, and then thank you, Tirza, for joining me today. 
And I look forward to speaking with everyone again soon. Yes. Thank you both. Thank you for having me.